Today I'm going to talk about faithful fruit. And don't try to say that five times too fast, okay? Um, we're going to be talking out of James chapter 2, verses 14 through 26. And it's on page 1072 in your red chairback Bible. Okay. Have you ever watched a great athlete play their sport? For instance, have you ever seen Miguel Cabrera hit a baseball to any part of the field he wants with power and expert placement? How about Tom Brady reading a football defense, then throwing a deep slant pass with pinpoint accuracy to his receiver with seconds remaining in the game for a touchdown? Or Serena Williams acing her tennis serve with mathematical precision or volleying her opponent into submission? Many times as we watch these players, we attach labels to them. We call them gifted, talented, instinctful, or endowed. Really nothing could be further from the truth. Each one of these athletes has shown an, ini an initial ability or knack for their respective sport. But after that, it all comes down to study or acquisition of knowledge of their game in addition to practice, practice, practice. These athletes have to work at their craft. It is the continued preparation and work that gives these, these athletes long periods of continued success leading to individual awards and team championships. Ultimately, their greatest reward comes after their sport career is over, which is being elected to their respective sports hall of fame. When we have fruitful faith, it is our initial ability to believe in Almighty God as our true and only Savior. This is what leads us to be reborn. We repent of our sins and are immersed so as to wash our sins away and start anew. Fruitful faith is trusting faith in Christ Jesus alone, that He died on the cross for our sins so that we are saved by grace. Every one of us has the ability to believe in Almighty God and develop a personal relationship with Him. There is no special expertise or proficiency needed. It is this personal re relationship that we must hone or develop. God wants us to talk to Him about everything, the good and the bad. One of the ways we talk with God is through prayer. God listens to our prayer. God, resp God responds to each of our prayers differently. Uh, some are obvious and others are not. These things that happen to our lives can be a sign such as we're broke, we need food to feed our children, then suddenly your federal tax refund check shows up. Um, or you had a disagreement with a friend or a loved one who you haven't seen for many years yet somehow run into them while on vacation at a far-off place and ask for their forgiveness. Developing fruitful faith does take some work on our part, and yes, we must practice, practice, practice. One way to practice our faith is to sit down and study and read the Bible on a regular basis. In this way, we know what we need to do to be right with God and how He wants us to use the knowledge He gives us. Reading the Bible on a regular basis helps to prevent us from being led astray, committing sins, as well as helping to lead others to God so that they may too have His saving grace. How we practice our faith is our works. In James chapter 2, verses 14 through 19, it states, 
What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but does not have works? Can such faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of them says, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, stay warm, and be well fed, but you don't give them what the body needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith, if it doesn't have works, is dead by itself. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you faith by my works. You believe that God is one? Good. Even the demons believe, and they shudder. James talks about the hearers and the doers of the word by focusing on the relationship between faith and works. If we have faith in God and truly believe, then the works which we accomplish will be done on behalf of God and for the glory of God. However, if we conduct works for the sake of accomplishment and personal satisfaction, like donating a building to a college in our own name, then no one will be justified in God's sight. When James talks in the Bible about can such faith save him, James is basically talking about can a faith that does not express itself in good works be a saving faith? The answer to this is no. Further, giving a blessing to someone in need without offering tangible aid is useless. And the Bible says, if faith is not accompanied by works, it is dead by itself. As the old saying goes, it's not how you talk the talk, but how you walk the walk. Again, in verse 19, James talks about the demons also believe and they shudder. James answers this in order to address a mistaken assertion of that the belief in God by itself is sufficient for salvation. Demons believe and know God, but it is impossible for them to be saved because saving faith entails more than mere knowledge. Salvation includes trust and obedience, for faith without works is useless. Let's look now at verses 20 through 26. James states, Senseless person, are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless? Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works in offering Isaac his son on the altar? You see that faith was active together with his works, and by works, faith was made complete, and Scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and was called God's friend. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. In the same way, wasn't Rahab the prostitute also justified by works in receiving messengers and sending them out by a different route? For just as the body without spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Fruitful faith essentially is a test by God of our trust and obedience to Him. What we do and how we do it means everything to God. Jesus truly loves us and that He forgives us for whatever sins that we commit. But then, the example of Abraham and his offer of Isaac as a sacrifice affirms James' teachings about faith. 
Abraham believed God and his trust in God was counted as righteous. James focuses more on the role good works play in proving faith genuine. Abraham's faith was proven genuine by his obedience to God's command. His faith made his good works possible. Similarly, Rahab, the prostitute, affirms faith in God by hiding spies prior to the Hebrew takeover of Jericho. Rahab demonstrated remarkable insight when she told the spies, I know the Lord hath your hand and that your terror is fallen upon us and that the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. The Lord your God, he is in heaven above and in earth below, beneath. Rahab then strikes a deal with the spies and includes her entire family in the plan for protection. Due to the statements we learn, due to these statements we learn that Rahab is not selfish and thinking of herself or her, or her well-being. Again, Rahab proves her faith is genuine. As we have seen today, when we have fruitful faith, all things are possible. We need trust, salvation, and works. The Lord will test us time and time again. We will fail, but God's grace will allow us to repent and get back on the right track. When it is our time, we will look at our faith and our works. Those who believe and actively practice their faith with the love of Jesus in their hearts will go to be with our Father God in heaven. That is the ultimate hall of fame achievable by all who wish to participate. With the worship team coming up, please let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time that we can be with you and hear your word as a congregation. Lord, please show us all how we can have fruitful faith. Your love for us is immense. Please help each of us to develop a personal relationship with you. All you ask is that we trust and obey. Please be with Pastor Nathan and his family as they return from vacation. Also, please be with and bless those that cannot be here today due to sickness and injury. Lord, thank you for the many blessings you provide us each and every day. For it is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.